You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. Yes. Friday, Friday. I'm jealous of you. You are on your way. No, not yet. This afternoon, you're going to the Dells, yes. right? We are going to the indoor water parks. My husband and I had about a 30-minute conversation about which water park it was that we went to like five or six years ago. And then again, when Marcus was a little baby, because I was explaining, it's the same one that we have been to with my family twice. <laughs> He's like, no, but we stayed at this other place. And all he could remember was how my mom burnt the bacon and the entire hallway <laughs> smelled like bacon. I was like, yes, that was five or six years ago. <laughs> but we also did take him to the same place we're going when he was about six months old. So I'm excited. It'll be a ton of fun. That'll be so much fun. I actually, so I'm like that. I am the mom that is constantly worried. Um, I'm totally not like a cool mom that's like, oh, yeah, that looks fun throwing my child 10 feet in the air. Keep doing that. No, like I walked in the other night and Nick had, speaking of water, Nick had Taylor just floating on her back in the bath, like not in an actual seat. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, he was, was obviously like, holding her, right? He was, no, he wasn't holding her. He had the water low enough to where like, oh, it was like just at the side of her face. So like if she turned to the side, she would have swallowed a bunch of water. Yeah. And like he's like, I'm sitting right here, Becca. And I was like. Things could happen in an instant, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think that I could ever... We did swim lessons, and I know you guys did swim lessons. I don't think that I could ever be that mom that just, like, throws the kid in the pool. I Mm. had a hard enough time just doing the Humpty Dumpty and putting him underwater for a while. (laughs) That was the song we used to sing at swim lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's parents have a pool. Um, And so, like, obviously, there's, like, some pool safety concern there because it happened this summer. Carson wandered outside. I mean, he's three, and he can, like... Yeah, he can't swim, but like he knows not to go in the water, but like he wandered outside and he was on the first step of the, the stairs and into the pool. And I was like, oh, my God, like because I was like, where's Carson? Where is, has he gone outside yet? And um, so it's definitely something because there's a stat like babies can drown in a short of 20 seconds. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was <laughs> speaking of water. I was totally freaked out the other night because Nick Nick's like much more of the the babies are going to be fine type person. And I'm like hover you know I Mm -hmm. I worry a lot Um, especially with water like I you know I just yeah she doesn't know to hold her breath when she goes underwater Um, and I also worried about like water getting in her ears and like ear infections and stuff um, or like you know swimmer's ear so that just made me flash back to that night a couple days ago (laughs) well the best part is Marcus is understanding so much and he's talking so much like it. to the point you can't really say things that you don't want him to repeat because that's mm-hmm. how he's starting to be. But last night we were sitting at the dinner table and he just randomly goes, Yaya Park, <laughs> meaning water park. <laughs> and he repeats it over and over. And so we were explaining, yes, we are going to Yaya Park. So as long as I show him pictures of places and I explain, we'll go there on Friday. Today is only Monday. You just have to wait, you know. Mm-hmm. 
so anyways it, it'll so, be fun i'm praying that it's not extremely packed we actually got yeah. just really lucky with a room for the weekend because they were booked every month or every couple of weeks i've been checking to see which months are opening and the next one from this weekend was not until march so oh wow you did get lucky we got lucky hopefully fingers crossed yeah speaking of funny things before we start randomly that children say carson will sometimes go did somebody say ice cream <laughs> you little conniver i was like that's actually that, really funny that is awesome i love that whereas my child just goes did you see my instagram story he just goes and helps himself 10 o'clock in the morning and then we were home for four days in a row together in quarantine over the new year that i'm just like i don't even care eat whatever you want at this point in time. so yes. oh my gosh anyways okay today we are talking to you guys out there you guys that feel like if you've ever commented on someone's motivational post and said, I needed to read this today, this is for you. Because we cannot always need motivation from others. It has to come from ourselves. We have to find ways to develop it ourselves. And we have to realize that no one is coming to save us. No one is going to magically say something or magically make us want to work out at 5 a.m. in the morning or magically make us put down the pizza and take the grilled chicken salad instead. Like no one is coming to save us from those things. We cannot rely on others for support or for motivation. It has to stem from us. I'm not saying you can't use it. That's not, don't get this message wrong. I find things for motivation all the time. I love surrounding myself with people that support me, people that motivate me. But deep down, I can do it myself. I can fall back on myself when I need to. And that is the message that we are sending today. Yep. Because if you are always searching for somebody else to be the one that is pushing you or motivating you to take the actions that you need to take to accomplish the goals that you want, you're never going to be successful long-term. If you're relying on the feeling of motivation, this feeling that you're excited to get up and go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning when it's five degrees outside. You're never going to get up and go to the gym because that feeling isn't always going to be there. That feeling that you might feel right now in the beginning of January, maybe you're really excited. You just started a program. You just started something new and fresh for this year, which is awesome, by the way. But if you are constantly relying on that feeling, you will never get to where you want to be long-term because your feelings don't matter. Mm-hmm. They don't. They. The, I mean, that that sounds kind of harsh, but at it the is end of the harsh. Day, it is harsh, but at the end of the day, it's the true. Way of our progress. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It, it's and it's what people are not going to say to you, and that's the hard thing. Like, no one is going to come into the pantry when I'm about to take my seventh handful of popcorn and be like, Becca, you shouldn't be doing that. No, that comes from me. That comes from me telling myself I shouldn't be doing that because that doesn't align with my goals. No one's going to drag your ass out of bed at 5 a.m. in the morning and be like, this is the only time you have to work out today. Get into your basement, get to the gym, go and do it. That comes from you, guys. And where does that build? That builds from you doing it consistently day in and day out. Showing up for yourself because you said you would. Committing to things because you said you would. You know what ruins motivation? What ruins support from yourself? Saying that you're going to do it and not doing it. 
continuing to basically tell yourself and repeat the habit of not following through with commitment. When you say, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and work out, and then you don't do it, you are just reiterating that brainwave, that signal in your mind of you don't do things that you say you're going to do. You say you're going to do that, you're probably not going to do it, and then you talk yourself out of it. It is a learned behavior, guys. No one, no one is born with confidence. That is built. That is built through action every single day. The people that have confidence are people that have endured hard things. Mm -hmm. People that have shown themselves that they can. That's what builds confidence. You have to do it. You have to do it yourself. No one is going to do it for you. I think the perfect example of this is a lot of times we've had multiple conversations with clients this past week alone around spouses not supporting their journeys, around you know, friends not supporting their journeys. You guys, hard truth here, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to support you. It's not their journey. It's yours. It's a nice bonus if they support you. Like when someone tells me, oh yeah, my husband makes my food for me. He's really helpful. Like, awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. Not normal, but that's awesome. That's not the normal situation though, guys. If you feel like you're alone and you feel like you're the only one that's husband doesn't support them, I promise you, you're not. Yeah. It's, it should, it's not his job to support you on this journey. It isn't. I mean, would it be nice? He should support you in a relationship. He should love you. But it's not his job to tell you to put down the ho-ho. It's not his job to not want to eat pizza if he wants to eat pizza. Like, that's his prerogative. That's his choice. It's your job to realize, I don't have to eat the pizza too. It's yep. your job to have the conversation with him if he's being harsh about it. And he's like, I'm really angry that you're not eating pizza with me. Have the conversation with him. There's probably a miscommunication going on. And have the understanding that like, hey, I'm totally fine if you want to eat the pizza. I don't want to eat the pizza because it doesn't align with my goals right now. I'm going to love you no matter what. I'm going to love you even if you do eat that pizza. I'm going to love you even more if you eat it. This is something that I realized I was resentful around my husband towards until I decided it's not his journey, it's mine. Once I accepted, I can't rely on that. I shouldn't need to rely on him. It's not his job for those things. That is when I became much happier. And I'm sure he became much happier because I stopped bothering him and I stopped being angry towards him about random things that he probably didn't understand. Like, let's be honest, females. We don't always explain our feelings. We sometimes just act them out. <laughs> yep. You start something and then you just expect him to be on the same journey as you are. And he's like, wait a second. I am on the eating pizza every Saturday night train still. And you were on a salad kick. <laughs> I'm not on this same train. And I think it's really important that you brought that up because we need to be very, very clear with others who are close to us, whether it is our best friend, our spouse, our significant other, your parents, whoever it is in your life that you need to have that conversation with in terms of this is what I am doing and I would really appreciate your support. You need to be very clear with them on what that looks like to you because they don't know. It is not their journey. They are not on the same journey as you are. They cannot comprehend how much even the mention of ordering pizza tempts you to want to dive in to the pizza, right? And so you have to be very, very clear and ask for their support, but at the same time, do not rely on it. Because I can tell you, not just in my you know relationship with 
my husband now, but even other relationships that I've had in the past, when I was trying to better myself, I was trying to go to the gym four or five days a week and skip happy hour. And all that guy that I was dating wanted to do was go sit at the bar and drink and eat pizza and have cheese curds. Like that wasn't going to work out, right? Because he wasn't on the same journey that I was on. And then I was like Becca, very resentful. So I had to start giving very clear examples of, Hey, this is exactly where I need your support. Yes, we can maybe go out to dinner tonight, but instead of asking me to meet you at the bar at 5.05, you know, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get my workout in and then maybe we can do a nice steak dinner around seven. Like you need to be very clear and get very specific, especially if they are men. Men, if you are listening to this podcast, hopefully you don't get offended by this. Men need to be trained. You need to train them in the way that you need them (laughs) to support you. They need things explained and probably reiterated and explained and reiterated and explained and reiterated again and again and again, because sometimes they just don't get it. And that's okay. You might need to say it in a different way. But in my experience, you need to be very clear. What does that support look like? What are those things that they are doing that tempt you look like and sound like? Because otherwise they just don't know. And that's no fault to them. But you need to stop relying on them and blaming them for the lack of you following through with your actions because you said they're not supporting me on my journey. Yep. And again, you guys, the way that we derive motivation from ourselves and support within is by acting. It is by committing to something and following through with it. It is not also it is not these extreme things, you guys. It's not like. I'm going to build confidence by following this super restrictive 30 day plan. It is, I'm going to start or meal prepping my food on Sunday or working out consistently every week or, you know, cooking, cooking my food every night, only eating out one time a week and then actually doing it. And not just for a week, like consistently doing the foundational things that can reap so much reward that can reap so much benefit. I am most confident when I am on my shit, when I am like, I'm doing my, you know, social media that I committed to, I'm doing my reading that I committed to, I'm working out that I commit to, I'm eating what I want to, I'm not grazing and eating my kids random bites of food. I'm not having wine on Saturday night just because like, I am super confident when I am doing things that I am proud of. That is what builds confidence. That is what builds motivation that you don't need that external stuff. That external stuff's nice once in a while. It's nice for me to be like, oh, wow, that actually is a good push today. Like that's something I, I, I really appreciated reading. It's not like searching through Instagram, what's going to make me put down this cake that's in my hand right now? Like, no, we need to be able to have the motivation within and then just use the support for that extra, for those days that are a little hard, you know, for those times where like you're feeling a little down. That was Liz, Liz and I are totally transparent about this. Like you guys running a business is not easy. It is really freaking hard. It's emotional. It's a roller coaster. There's ups and downs constantly. Yesterday, both Liz and I were in like a tough place mentally. And we saw a post on social media. She sent it to me and she was like, this really helped today. It's not that Liz and I were going to quit our business tomorrow. It's not, that's not where it was, but it's like, those are the things that sometimes the motivation can be helpful with. Those are the things that I like to read occasionally. And I tend to read because I like to surround myself with positive things. Like that's what I use motivation as. It's stuff that I put good into my mind versus I need this to get going. I need this to change my life. No, you need you to change your life. 
you need you to start taking action. It's not anyone else. It's not anyone else's journey. It's not anyone else's job. It's your job. So use the motivation, use those things as support along the journey, but they should not be the make or break. They should not be the only thing that's going to help you. Yeah. So stop looking for them or using for them as that. Like you need to be your own freaking hero. You need to be your own support, your own everything, because that is when you will succeed. When you decide that this is my journey, this is no one else's, I'm taking responsibility for it, then you will be successful. Yep. I don't know a single person who is successful in anything and doesn't struggle. You guys, you might see Becca and I post on Instagram our workouts. You might see that we're up at 5 a.m. You might see whatever, whoever it is that you're following. And you might say, how do they do that? Listen, we don't do it because we want to do it every single day because we're motivated to do it every single day. We do it because it's the commitment that we have made to ourselves and we know how we feel when we don't do it. And I don't rely on anybody to make sure that I get to the gym. No one's checking in on me. If I don't submit videos to my coach and I don't you know, follow through with my programming and I don't make progress, whose fault is that? It's not my husband's fault. He's it's not the one. Fault, <laughs> it's my fault. It is my fault. But like you can blame all these other external things as much as you want. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is what you did or what you didn't do. And so here's what I would say is number one, you need to dig deep and you under you need to understand why you were doing what you were doing and you need to be doing it for yourself and nobody else. Because sometimes people commit to doing things for the wrong reason. We had a conversation with one of our clients about this. She was going to get up and work out in the morning and she realized that she was only doing it because of Liz and Becca. We don't want people to do things because of Liz and Becca. You should be doing these things for yourself, not for anybody else. The same way that you shouldn't be consuming things for other people that you don't want to consume. The pizza, the ice cream, the beer, the wine, whatever it is. If it doesn't serve your goals and you don't want to partake in it, all you have to simply say is, no, thank you. That doesn't serve me right now. And you move on. So at the end of the day, don't you know? think that we don't struggle. Don't think that we haven't struggled. Every single person who is successful struggles, but they don't rely on motivation. And that's why they are successful is because they get up and they do it anyway. Sometimes you're not always going to like the choice that it takes to see success. You're not going to always feel good about choosing the action that produces the outcome that you want. Like you're not going to feel good about, yay, another chicken salad because we're back at the same bar that doesn't have anything healthy on this menu besides the chicken salad, right? That's but you've got to control your actions. <laughs> it's my life whenever I get Nick, it's Nick's pizza. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. I'm having that salad again. That's... But that is, like Liz said, that is your choice, guys. Like this is something, a perfect example. I am right now going into the first calorie deficit of like a really long time. It's been like years because I've been pregnant, postpartum, healing, adrenal issues. Like I have not done an actual calorie deficit in a long time. I'm eating 2,000 calories a day right now. I hate it. I'm like, I want more food. I want, I'm hungry. I want to eat snacks. But I'm like, no, I know that this is what I need to do. I know that this is the level of intake that I need to probably be at to see weight loss. And I know this is why people don't see weight loss. They aren't actually doing this because it's freaking hard. It's annoying. It's hard. It's tedious. I have to weigh and measure everything. I have to enter everything. I can't just take a bite of something. I can't like there is so much diligence around it, but I know it'll be worth it. I know that 
when I don't leave any stone unturned, I will see results. I'm not about half-assing this stuff. I'm not about leaving a bunch of variables up in the air. Like if I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to commit fully to it because I don't want to leave at the end of it and be like, oh, I should have done that. And then have put in a lot of effort, but not enough effort. I'm about putting in all the effort and letting the carbs fall where they may, because the cards will fall in my favor if I put in all the effort as they will for everyone else. So if you are struggling, realize it is not anyone else's job to save you. It is your job to look in the mirror and figure out what you need to change and what you need to start doing to build that momentum. Start keeping those commitments to yourself. Start doing the things that you say that you will do and watch your motivation build, watch your confidence build, watch you not need anyone else anymore. That is the place that you want to find yourself in because then you're unstoppable, guys. You're freaking untouchable. When you can create that motivation yourself, I have, I love it. It's one of my favorite feelings. One of my favorite feelings in the world when everyone else around me wants to eat what they want. Listen, no issue. I'm not even judging those people. But when I can be like, no, I get what I want because that's what I chose. That is such a powerful feeling. The empowerment that you can get from staying the course when all of your temptations are in front of you, that is the feeling you search for. That is your motivation. Not some random post that you read on Instagram. I promise you guys. They aren't going to change your life. You change your life. Yep. You just have to get ruthlessly committed. Once you make that commitment, there's really no gray area. Like when I was doing Mm -hmm. my couple of cuts this past fall, I guess it is, August to September, and then one more time in um, middle (laughs) of the fall, whatever. But like you just, you get to a place where you're like, this is what I'm doing. There are no ands, ifs, or buts. And it doesn't even phase you what other people do. And the reason why I think so many people struggle to get to that place is because they're relying on motivation Mm -hmm. or they're seeking support from other people and they're seeking praise and attention when at the end of the day, if you've decided to do something, you need to make sure that you are only doing it because you have decided to do it and it is Mm -hmm. for you. It is not for anybody else. If you are doing things for other people, you will never succeed. Hear me again. If you are doing it for anyone else but yourself, you will never succeed. I love it. I want to look in the mirror and be like, fuck yeah, I build that. That's what I did. That It's not because of social media. It's not because I want to look a certain, you know, I need to compare myself to other people. No, I want to be proud mm-hmm. of this body that I choose to live in and put what I put in it and how I treat it. That's what I want. Yep. That doesn't have to be everyone's reason, but that's my reason. Yeah. And so... We need to figure out the reason because I think a lot of people don't know it. Figure out the reason, figure out your why, and make sure that that why is not tied to anything else, anyone else, any other external factors besides you and what you are going to gain from showing up for yourself, from doing the hard work. Guys, there's a lot of things that Becca and I do that we don't post on social media. Right now, she's weighing and measuring all of her food. I was weighing and measuring all of my food in my cut. I didn't show you guys every single meal every single time that I got my food scale out. I didn't show you every single time that I wanted to reach for the glass and the wine and then I didn't. Every single time I wanted to snooze in the morning and I didn't and I went to the gym anyway. Like it's not up to us to show you all of those things because at the end of the day, even if we did, it still wouldn't be enough for you to do what you need to do for you. Mm -hmm. 
We can give you encouragement. We can hold you accountable. We can guide you. We can give you the support that you need. We can remind you of your goals and why you said that you wanted to achieve these things. But at the end of the day, when you lay your head on the pillow at nighttime, the only person that is there is you with you. And so you've got to really get clear on what you want and make sure that you're not doing it for anybody else but yourself, because that is going to be the thing that will help you cross that finish line. There's no end date to this, right? But that, if you, if you don't have the internal why, that deep rooted desire to change, to show yourself that you can do hard things, you're not going to do these things for more than two, three, four weeks, maybe, because you're relying on other people when you have to rely solely on yourself. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.